Let's talk. This one from the book of Acts, chapter 1. The lesson is called The Kingdom, and it relates to the kingdom of God. Jews have historically been asking, when is the kingdom of God coming? They've been asking this for several thousand years. The kingdom of God represents a peaceful time for Jews, hence their focus and longing for the kingdom. In Acts chapter 1, the disciples were concerned about the coming kingdom of God, and they questioned Jesus about it, saying, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of kingdom to Israel? Acts chapter 1, verse 6. The disciples wanted to know the future. People in general seem to know want, want to know the future. When you know what the future holds, you can be more relaxed today knowing what lies ahead. Here's a few sayings about the future. Number one, more people worry about the future than prepare for it. Number two, we may not know what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. Number three, if we don't care for the future, the future won't care for us. And number four, judging from the way things look, it's, good, it's a good thing the future doesn't come all at once. The Bible has a number of things to say about the future. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 7, the writer says, Since no one knows the future, who can tell someone else what is to come? Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you, your, give you hope and a future. Psalm 102, verse 18 says, Let this be written for a future generation, that the people not yet, yet, not yet created may prosper, may, may praise the Lord. And the future kingdom was on the minds of many Israelites, including the disciples. The Jews were waiting for the kingdom to come and deliver them from the Roman rule and pagan gods. What is the kingdom? At the heart of this question is the idea of God's messianic kingdom, that is, God's rule. It is a kingdom that will be ruled by God's appointed Messiah, who will not just be the redeemer of all people, but he will be their king. So when John speaks of the radical nearness of this breakthrough, the intrusion of the kingdom of God, he is speaking of the kingdom of the Messiah. The kingdom of God is, is the realm where God reigns supreme, and Jesus Christ is king. The concept of kingdom of God is not primarily one of space, territory, or politics, as in a national kingdom, but it's one of kingly rule, reign, and sovereign control. You get the idea. The kingdom of God is the rule of his long-promised domain. The kingdom was a preaching topic for all the key leaders in the New Testament. John the Baptist preached about the kingdom. In Matthew 3.1, he says, in the days of John, it says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Jesus preached about the kingdom. In Matthew 4.17, he said, From that time, it says, From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is, has come near. The Apostle Paul preached the kingdom. In Acts 28.31, he, Paul, proclaimed the kingdom of God and taught about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Peter preached the kingdom. In 2 Peter 1, chapter 10, verses 12, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Philip preached the kingdom. In Acts chapter 8, verse 12, When they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God, in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. James preached the kingdom. In James chapter 2, verse 5, it says, Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has God not chosen those that are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised for those who love him? The kingdom is on the mind of New Testament leaders. In conclusion, let's remember something that Jesus said. 
Jesus said, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. That's from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Today you don't hear much preaching about the kingdom of God. This is sad because the kingdom is a priority to God. Be it God's rule in our hearts or beliefs that and the greater coming kingdom of God, either one emphasizes the rule of God in our lives. What are you doing to advance the kingdom of God? Are you engaged in church ministry? Are you going into all the world and make at least one disciple? Are you sharing your faith with co-workers and neighbors? These are all marks of, of a kingdom citizen who has priority of the kingdom of God. In response to the disciples' questions, they asked Jesus, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of heaven? The answer to this question is yes, God is restoring the kingdom today, both individually <clears throat> in our hearts and collectively in the return of Jesus Christ. My advice to you today is to seek first the kingdom of God. Let, his rule in, let him rule in your hearts and serve him faithfully as you, are part, as you become a part of the advancement of the kingdom of God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, the kingdom of God is a priority to you, the coming of Jesus Christ and his rule in our world today. Lord, we pray that we'll be kingdom citizens, sharing the gospel, making disciples, and doing your will. In Jesus' name, amen.